Hello and welcome to the Mama Pachamama podcast. I am Vivian McKinnon. Happy 2023. Big, big, big things coming this year from Mama Pachamama. I am just elated. I could not be happier. I could not be more excited. I could not be busier. And it's great. I love it. I love everything that is currently brewing and will slowly reveal itself over the next year. It is sure to be a good one, especially after 20, 2022 literally just knocking me on my ass and beating me up, just bullying me. <laughs> Every coming, everything coming to like confront me, all of my past, all of my traumas, all of my wounds, everything just confronting me right in my face and having to do the work and it has beautifully led me to right here right now in this body in this beautiful strong thriving body that has brought four incredible humans earthside has created and birthed this beautiful business and is just I'm just I'm so full of gratitude I feel so blessed it is such an honor to experience the human experience. And this life is such a blessing despite all of the pain and suffering, which we've all felt deeply in our own unique ways. So I just, I love to like, to shine a light on the blessings as well as just holding myself in all of the suffering that it took to get here. Today is a very uplifting, joyful episode of the Mama Pachamama podcast because I am sharing some really big news and I want to talk about what it means to take a leap of faith. And I'm going to start with a little bit of a story of how we ended up here in Wilmington, North Carolina. Wilmington, North Carolina is my hometown. I left several times in my late or my early 20s trying to run away from my hometown just that you know you know living a life very undernourished making a lot of bad decisions and wanting to run away from myself but right we can't escape ourselves um well we can but here's one way is running away from a physical location. An attempt to escape ourselves can be running away from a physical location. So I felt desperate to run away from this life that I was not enjoying in my hometown and, you know, chose California, moved there, came back, moved there, came back, moved somewhere else, came back. Like there's this kind of back and forth, often ending up back in Wilmington because I had to, um, and often leaving again to run away from something. So fast forward to my husband and I, and it was just two boys at the time, Steve and Soul. Soul was just a little baby, and we were in California and just kind of struggling to meet, make ends meet and decided, all right, let's move to Wilmington, it feels kind of like our only option. Um, Brett has family 
in California where we were. I have family in Wilmington. We wanted to be close to family. So here we made our way to Wilmington and have spent the past three-ish, three to four years, I want to say. And it has been a really beautiful blessing in disguise. Uh, we came here kind of just, you know, I tend to be the optimist that can look for the beauty in anything. Um, and we came here just so excited to have the beautiful beach here and be around family, kind of the more slow Southern living. It felt great. There were a lot of really reasons, uh, really great reasons to enjoy Wilmington. However, very early on after our move here, we started talking about a move to the mountains. And this has been a theme since we moved here is this reoccurring, you know, decision that kept being brought to the table probably at least like every six months or so. Um, you know, Brett and I, before we even did move to North Carolina, we had talked about moving to somewhere that was more mountainous, somewhere that had a little bit more uh, nature to offer, more experiences in nature to offer. So this was already something we had as this like a uh, shared dream with, within the family. And you know, the mountains are about a six hour drive from where we are on the coast. So it's something we've talked about for so long. However, often when we talked about moving to the mountains since we moved to Wilmington, it has come up at times of desperation. It has come up in moments of turbulence where we felt ungrounded in just our livelihood and you know it was it was a decision being brought to the table that was going to be made out of fear and desperation and it's an interesting thing to reflect on that because I look back on so many decisions in my life and so many decisions in my life were based on fear and desperation. Now, there have also been a lot of really beautiful decisions decisions made from a place of pure, pure love, like all of my babies. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can look back and say, wow, I've, <laughs> I've operated largely from a place of fear and desperation. And I don't know if you relate to that, but, um, along with that, I will say prior to meeting Brett, I lived a life, not as wild as many, but I definitely had little fear and just risk taking and making these big decisions and trusting that it would work out. And indeed it did look where I am now. I love where I'm at now. However, there was a lot of suffering. <laughs> there was a lot of hard lessons learned. And along with that, there was a lot of really beautiful life experience. And I'm so grateful to have all of this life experience behind me. That is why I'm able to do the work I do now. I'm able to show up the way I do now because I have been knocked down on my ass so many times by life at this point that it does not scare me. I get knocked down and I truly have no problem lifting myself back up and going back at it. And, and I love that about myself. It's, it's, it's the grit in me and I, I honor that part of me. Um, I probably am a little bit imbalanced. There's probably a little bit of like, um, 
of like a coping mechanism through this and there's there there's definitely some like <laughs> uh yeah it's not all in like the best coming from the best place and I'm okay with that and it just so happens my husband is on a little bit of the opposite side of things where He's very reserved with his decisions. He does not take big risks. And I love that there has been turmoil back and forth between the, you know, we each have such starkly different approaches to life in this sense. And, you know, I think relationships and especially marriage is all about, can we find this balance? And can we trust that like we were brought together for a beautiful reason? And I do believe that, Brett and I were brought together for this beautiful reason to to co-parent and coexist, finding this balance because we do have indeed so many things that are like quite opposite in this way. So, you know, he can tone me down a little bit when I'm like so fiery and then I can also light a fire under his ass when he's just like very stagnant and it, it can be beautiful like this and it takes a lot of work to arrive at a place where that um, dynamic exists. And we have been doing that work and it's been really beautiful. I love how we're showing up for each other these days. So back to this reoccurring desire to move to the mountains, coming from a place of fear and desperation. And, you know, I would get super hyped on it and like, let's do this. And Brett would also, but, you know, the fear would would it wouldn't take too long for the fear to start kicking in and Brett and um I would kind of spiral out witnessing him and his fear why because I obviously also had my own ungrounded feelings around this decision um so it hasn't worked out we've stayed here over the years even though we've contemplated this idea back and forth and I am just so intrigued by and blessed and on it just feels like such an honor to be at this place now in my life where now we have made the decision and it is official we are committed there is no going back we've put in our 30 days we've done this we've done that we're putting all the puzzle pieces together to make this a reality and we are taking this beautiful leap of faith. We are choosing us. We are choosing our dreams. It's somewhat calculated. There was all these times where it didn't work out. And it's interesting how I can look back and see my desire to, to do this move, but knowing it wasn't the right time. And now when we brought this uh, possibility, when we put it back on the table recently and decided to go for it, it has been nothing but a fucking full body yes. It has been us just fully committed to figuring out what in our life needs to shift around, what needs to be accomplished. Can we make this work? Hell yes, we can make this work. And it is, it is the most beautiful, healing, empowering moment in a beautiful way to start the year, I will say, um, to know, to know that this very decision has been brought up so many times from a place of fear and desperation, 
yet we have held off and we are finally making this big decision that we have been so excited about and we are making it out of love and trust. Trust in ourselves, love in the family, trust in God, trust in the greater, like the greater vibes of it. And what's interesting is, you know, it starts in the body, right? So when we're going to make some kind of decision, it often starts in the body and our body lets us know where we're at, right? So it was a full body yes. Immediately, immediately I could see, I could step back in my mind. I could step back from the small details and see bigger picture why it was a full body yes. And then there's just the process of kind of, you know, step by step, what all needs to be accomplished. Okay. And what's the reality? What's a time frame? You know, all the logistics, all that stuff needs to get figured out. But there's this beautiful, you know, we are all in contract with the universe to some degree, whether it's like you living in integrity and uh, approaching life through your own like values, or we all just have these different you know, through karma, like there's these contracts we have with our existence. That's my belief. And it's interesting to pay attention to the signs of the universe and the signs are there all around and they can be very subtle. They can be very obvious. Um, it takes shedding away the distractions and shedding away the lower vibrations to tune into the frequency that's going to make the signs obvious to you. And then, you know, if you can get on that wavelength to where you're like receptive, you know, it's like sometimes you're just shut off and you are not receptive to signs, good or bad, whatever. They're just not there. You are just numbed out, right? So I'm talking beyond that. When you are in this place of you know, here's this big decision, this big leap of faith. There's no guarantee in it, but there's something here. And I'm looking for signs because it is the human spirit. It is the spiritual aspect of the human existence. It's why we have religion. It's why we have, um, you know, any all of the like uh, mystical elements of life. Like we are looking for the magic and the magic is real. It's just a matter of whether or not you're going to accept it into your, your, your spirit, your, your mind, your heart, all of it. So it's so interesting and fascinating to me that when you are on that frequency and you are receptive, the signs are there and they are just, it's like a freaking ping pong game of ping pong of just like this, like back and forth. So you, you take a step forward and I feel like here you see another sign. It's literally like driving down the street and seeing all the signs everywhere of like, go in this direction, this street, blah, blah, blah. Don't do this. It's like life is literally like that. So we, you continue taking steps in a certain direction and you get signs. It's just not as obvious. Like you have to have that part of your consciousness turned on. And there's something so powerful about playing that game. It is a game with the universe because I truly believe the human experience is ultimately a game. And 
how well you do is just dependent on each individual and what the game entails is dependent on the individual. So you really get to choose in this life far more than you've been led to believe. We're just, you know, we're not empowered with like the self. No one's out there. Very few people are out there empowering you with how much comes just from yourself. So the game is to the extent that you want it. And when we're making these leaps of faith, these big decisions, the universe will conspire in your favor if it's meant to be, and you will find the signs to give you the comfort, the affirmation, the reassurance that you are on the right path. You also, on the other end, if you are going down a path that is like not not in your favor, you will feel it. If you're tuned in, once again, frequency. If you're tuned in, you will feel it in your body. You will that's the first place you will always feel it. And then you know, then if you can like stop it there, if you're like my body, this doesn't feel right in my body and you can like act accordingly, that's beautiful. You've like you're doing it. Um so we are I'm like on I'm literally like on this psychedelic trip right now as we are like there's all these moving parts and there's a lot of trust involved and there's a lot of, you know, this is one thing I also love about all of these mystical elements of the human experience is there's a lot of confusion around what it means to like manifest abundance, say, or like have the abundance mindset. Like, of course, like that's so, there's so much value to learning these things. However, it does not come it does not come without effort. And I think that's kind of where people tend to scoff at some of these mystical elements of life, like having these certain mindsets or whatever. It's like, it's not like you just tell yourself, I am abundance. And then abundance just arrives and your, your uh, bank account just like fills up with money. There's no, it's a, it is a relationship. And a relationship is never just like, I just lay here and receive. A relationship is I am in integrity, putting forth like committed effort. Therefore, I am energetically being reciprocated by something bigger, by God, by the universe, by something bigger. There is an energetic exchange and I honor the integrity of this exchange. Does this, is this, are you following that? And, um... I like, it's just such an interesting experience to take a leap of faith and trust that these, these elements are real. This mysticism is real. You can clear away the poverty mindset and take on the abundance mindset or the scarcity mindset, right? Like the scarcity mindset tells me, oh, but what if I what if I make this move and this doesn't work out and that doesn't work out and this thing that I thought would help help me out is not helping me out? Like, yeah, if you if you choose that mindset, those things will happen. It will work out like that. It will you that you will find the you will manifest the very things you feared. That is that is truly like it's almost too easy. I feel like <laughs> it's almost too easy the way it works. Whereas you know, the, the abundance mindset is truly ultimately like just a problem solver. Um, 
I'm playing the game of life. I am actively playing the game of life. Nothing can prevent me from accomplishing what I need to and want to accomplish besides me. I'm the only one can, that can prevent that. Whatever obstacle comes in my way, I know how to move that obstacle. Whatever thing I need, I know how to walk a certain path to make this thing mine. Like it is, it is almost, you know, it's almost... It's the flow state, but playing it on a bigger level, right? So we have these moments of flow state in our lives where we're creating, we're doing art, you're drawing a certain picture and you're just in the flow of creating this really beautiful picture. That's a like a concentrated flow state. However, I do believe that you can live life in a like zoomed out flow state where you're just in this like flow of trust, of offering, um, of offering energy into the ethos and then receiving back. It's so fascinating and it, and it feels really empowering and very like the buzz from the buzz from being on that like precipice of, of I'm doing something big and scary but I know I've got this, like the, that is a very real high. That is a very real high bubbling in your body. Like I have been feeling this um, throughout the day for the past week since we really locked in this decision. And I love my dear friend, Caitlin, who said to me a while back in reference to something maybe like around birth or something, I don't even remember, but and I've seen this before, but for some reason, and I just like, I have her face and her words kind of echoing in my head um, when, I, when I'm reminded of this. But she was like, Vivian now, the Vivian right now, trust that whatever comes up in the future, Vivian in the future will be able to handle it and handle it well. And it's so beautiful to like, say that and hear that and my entire body says yes I believe that that's true I'm well equipped with everything I need to make sure anything that arises I can handle and that's an incredible place to be and that's that's a that I, I mean that's really just a sign of of the inner work that has been done so much of the inner healing that has been done when I contrast that with, you know, a Vivian from not too long ago, who would not have believed that at all and who, or who would have said that, said that confidently, sounding confidently, but deep in our heart didn't believe it because of insecurities and unresolved traumas and all the things, the limiting beliefs and all of the things that kept me in a scarcity mindset and that kept me in a wounded place, right? So doing all of that internal work to arrive at a place where I feel confident in myself. I feel trust in myself. And this is something that I've been really focused on teaching my son lately is to feel the trust within himself and that his most important relationship is, is with himself and helping him find ways to develop the trust with self. Because once we have that, there it's like the skills are just naturally developing, right? So our problem solving skills are naturally developing our ability to handle situations um, 
in like a more graceful way and a healthier way. All it all just kind of like comes together cohesively beautifully. So I do I do love that I can look back in my life and I can see years and years of making these big leaps of faith, but from kind of a low vibrational place of like, I'm running away from this thing that I don't like. I don't want to deal with it. There's too much emotion here. I'm running away from this. I have run away from so many things. And for the first time, maybe not the first time, but what feels like maybe the first time in a long time, I know that I am running to, out of love and passion, I am running to the next milestone. I am running to the, just what I believe in and what I crave and what I want. I'm, I'm running to what I know is meant for myself and my family. And what a contrast that feels like is it's just incredible. It's so incredible. And I encourage you, if you haven't done it before, reflect on your own life and, and differentiate <clears throat> between the times that you have made a decision out of fear and desperation and running away from it, and then making a decision out of love and trust and running to it. It is such a drastic difference. And like I said, as, as this decision strengthens, you know, as the ball rolls deeper and deeper and we make more and more commitments that this is very real, I keep looking for these signs because the signs fuel me. They, they remind me it's, 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 it's a reminder. It's, you know, it's, it's my ancestors. It's the energy of just the cosmos. It's all of it just sitting there, like nudging me saying, yeah, girl, yes, this is right. This is right. You're right. And just those little reassurances that we crave, right? I mean, what do my children always crave? What do humans crave? We crave reassurance. We crave safety. We crave someone to just give us the thumbs up, right? When we're doing something scary, who's our focal point where we can look over and we know they're watching us, they see us, they're cheering us on and they're giving us a thumbs up and saying, I believe in you and reminding us to believe in ourselves. Like we have that. You can tune into that. You can tap into that at any point. But my belief is you have to clear away enough of the internal shit that's distracting you and numbing you and making it impossible to have that connection. Once you clear that away, you can work on this relationship, which is two part. It is a relationship with self because your connection to yourself will connect you to the divine. So it is a relationship with self. And then that relationship with self becomes a relationship with the divine. And then you are communicating with the divine, with God, with great spirit. And you are getting these, these nudges from the divine, from God saying, you know, he's giving you a thumbs up. He's giving you these reminders and you're, and you look for it and you're like, all right, this is, you know, I'm still going down this path. I still believe, but I'm feeling a little shaky right now. Like, you know, this, this problem arose and I'm trying to deal with it, but it's got me feeling a little shaky. If you look for it, you will receive a sign. And the leap of faith is just, it is just, it is just that a leap of faith. It is that exhilarating thrill of, of self-love. <laughs> oh my God. And what does it always come back to? 
self-love, self-care. It is that. It is self-love. It is a, it is a, it's fucking poetic. It's romantic. It is a, a like testament to your relationship with yourself to say, I'm making a huge leap of faith. I am making a big decision and I recognize the risk involved, but I also believe in myself and I believe I am supported by the divine. And I know that life, the life I crave can only come into fruition if I'm willing to take a leap of faith every now and then. And when I'm not taking big leaps of faith in between that time, I'm doing the work and I'm showing up for myself and I'm practicing all of these tools of wisdom and healing that I'm well aware of and I'm strengthening my aura and I'm strengthening my ability and my perception. Oh my goodness. It is so, <laughs> oh, it is so beautiful. It's the freaking game of life, y'all. It is the game of life and you can play it full of fear. And I did that for most of my life. So I don't judge that. I don't judge that. But you can also play it with like joy and just feel delighted. Like I am delighted by the problems that arise because it's another opportunity to prove to myself that I've got this. And every single time I overcome a challenge, it just fuels like my confidence in my, my pleasure. It is pleasure. To me, it's pleasurable to be presented with a problem and be like, all right, how do I deal with this? I've got this. And it's just, it's absolutely beautiful. So that is a very long winded way to say, we are moving to the mountains. We are taking a leap of faith. We are not necessarily on paper in the best position to do this, but I trust something much bigger. My heart is everything. It's a fucking full body. Yes. For me and leaning into that and embracing that is just, I am like high on life right now. <laughs> as like cheesy as that sounds like embracing my cheesy and I'm totally high on life right now. And it's good. Um, my children feel it. My Brett is, is that right there with me. And that was really important for, I think that was such an important part of this decision was, um, my marriage arriving at this place of harmony, uh, that I knew was possible. And, um, yeah, my, my marriage arriving at this place of harmony where, we could start embarking on our making our true dreams come true. And that, and, cause that's such a huge part of what our marriage was, is, was this, we fell in love with these shared dreams and very few of those shared dreams have actually come true besides having children, which is obviously so beautiful. Um, so it's start, it's time to start making the full, the full dream come true. And this is it. And I'm so delighted to share this on here as the first episode of the year and yeah so we're moving in March which probably in some way seems kind of silly like why make a big move in winter but it's actually such a beautiful decision to give us some time to slowly recalibrate and integrate into this new environment and therefore at the beginning of spring we can blossom alongside um, and awaken alongside earth and, and, and everything. And, um, just really, really like go for it. 
and I'm so excited. So there's so many beautiful things to come. Um, I do want to mention on here for any of my listeners, I am so excited to be offering some really beautiful sessions. If you go to the sessions page of mamapachamama.com, I have been working with women quite a bit lately and it has been such a beautiful, just, I just love it. Women just move me, their stories, connecting with them. I am so honored to be doing this work. So whether it's wild mothering you want to talk out or shadow work, I've got some really beautiful offerings on there. And there's also a few new really beautiful products in the apothecary along with some old favorites. And there's just, I like, I'm just giddy with joy for all of the beautiful things that are coming to Mama Pachamama. So stay tuned. I love you all and happy 2023.